Welcome to Around Our Schools, a once a month KMUN interview program talking with education in Clapson County. I am Sarah Meyer. Margaret Fremuth is our tech guru. Today we conclude our interviews with the Astoria School District 1C, and I am excited that we have five seniors that have earned top grades and will share a few of their experiences here. We also get to meet Meredith Payton, a school social worker at the high school. June 4th is graduation for up to 130 Astoria High School seniors. Three students maintained a four-point GPA, receiving top grades in all of the classes they accomplished. Two students are the named salutatorians, also receiving excellent grades. Those five students are in our interview today. School is a time where our educators teach the basic learning skills that lead to both critical thinking and socially compassionate comprehension. Those skills develop over their K-12 years, and then our culture acknowledges their accomplishments and lets them decide what's next. Welcome valedictorians Grace Harden, Emily Carpenter, and Rocky Rube. Welcome salutatorians Nevaeh Mehi and Charles William. Grace Harden, can you tell us about yourself? How long have you lived in Astoria, and have you always expected to be a scholar? Um, so I have lived in Astoria for um, about nine to ten years. Um, I moved from Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I have not expected to be a scholar. Um, really, I just wanted to get into a good college. Um, so that's kind of all I have. So did you start taking your classes to make a four-point all the time? Um, when I got to high school, yes. Um, I became really driven and dedicated, and that's when I started to um, really get into my um, schoolwork, and I didn't expect to be a valedictorian. Oh, interesting. So Principal Jackson told me that in order to be a valedictorian, you had to also take cla other classes than those required for your 24 credits? Mm-hmm. Um, he let me become one um, after because of some... Um, things that, that have happened, but also because of, um, I am dedicated, but I also, um, I needed to let go of some classes specifically because of this medical condition that I have. And that's the sole reason why he chose me. Because I didn't know that I was gonna be a valedictorian and I didn't, and I honestly didn't th think that I would become one. Well, that's doubly exciting then, thank yeah. you. Emily Carpenter, tell us about yourself and your journey through school. So I've always been in the school district um, since I started my academic career. Um, I've had personally a really good experience in the school district. I've always kind of had um, high expectations for myself along with my family, but never unreachable. And so I think that really made me a determined person. Um, and I kind of reached for you know that valedictorian um, position. So I'm, I'm very happy to be here. You worked hard at it? I did, yes. And you took some college classes in addition to your regular school classes? Yes. What were some of those? Um, so there's a few dual enrollment classes that the school offers. Um, I've taken AP Literature and AP Language. Both of those were pretty difficult classes, especially AP Literature, because it was during the distance learning time. But um, both of those classes, and then currently I'm also taking um, Oh, Intro to Cultural Anthropology at the Katsa Community College um, through online. Wow. Thank you. Rocky Rube, tell us about yourself. 
Yeah. Um, so I have also lived in Astoria like my whole life. I've been uh, in the Astoria School District since um, kindergarten, since school began. Um, I've had a really similar experience to Emily, um, as in like, there was always definitely a lot of high expectations in my family, um, but yeah, not unreachable. Um, I think what really drove me was just, um, yeah, kind of expecting a lot from myself and not necessarily like that being placed on me, but just seeing how far I could like really grow and prove myself to be. Very good. Oh, Say, you yeah. just push yourselves and you expect yourselves to do it. Mm -hmm. Yes. That meant studying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. More or less. <laughs> <laughs> More uh, This is going to be good. <laughs> Let's go on to Nevea Mihi. All right. So I've lived in Astoria my entire life. Um, up until recently, I moved to Warrington, but obviously I still go to the school district. Um, and to be honest, I never really thought I was going to get um, salutatorian, but um, I pushed myself, and I didn't really have high expectations from my family, but they've always been really supportive of me and my school journey. And you've been in Astoria your life? Yes. That speaks well for Astoria, for the school systems. I think we are going to talk a little bit more about that later on. Did you have a special like of a counselor or anything here? Um, for a teacher, definitely Miss Oyen. She's been a really great teacher, and I, I think a lot of people can say that. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Me as well. Me too. Thank you, teacher. Huh? <laughs> Very good. Now let's go to Charlie William. Can you tell us about yourself? Uh, well, I've again, I've been in the schools district my entire life, and I've gone all the way through and. I'd have to say that I have, much like the others, I've kept myself to a high standard and my parents have pushed me, which I'm thankful for, to get the best grades possible. And again, I had no idea I was getting salutatorian up until Jackson called me into his office and announced it. And uh, for have you always thought of yourself as a scholar? I would say no, uh, not in the traditional sense. I mean, I am... I'm not very good at writing or reading or speaking, anything to do with language arts. I, I do a lot, I don't do much studying and not a whole lot of homework, but overall I've gotten through with good enough grades to get salutatorian, so that must speak enough about myself. It's <laughs> pretty good. So did you do uh, sports? Were you into that part of learning? Were you? Uh, yes, I have. I've my freshman year. I did three sports: football, basketball, and then track and field. And then my last three years, I've just switched over to football and track and field, among a few other, you know, outside of school sponsored sports. So let's go to Meredith Payton. Can you tell us about your work and your journey to Astoria's One C? Sure. Um, I moved to Astoria in 2011 after teaching English in France. I found myself in Astoria and I was able to get an AmeriCorps position working with young people, um, high school kids and, and middle school kids. 
and figured I kind of liked it. <laughs> so I continued on with uh, various other jobs working with young adults and then decided to explore grad school and and got my master's in social work degree. So and actually the past seven years, I've worked as a talent search advisor uh, with the TRIO programs at Clatsop Community College, which is a great program and really helps kids figure out what they want to do in life. Um, and so this year I was able to make the transition um, to school social work, and it's been awesome um, working with kids in lots of different facets. And um, so it's been a great transition, and um, I'm really happy to be an official district employee now. It's been great. So this is your first year in Astoria 1C. Yeah, so I did the talent search program at Astoria High School the last five or six years. So I was actually in the building working with the same student population, but now I'm a district employee, and so it's been, it's been nice to have that transition. Very good. Well, I had thought about asking each of you the same question, but this really isn't a forum. So I'm going to pose a few questions and then move on. But if you really want to have input, any of you, let me know and you can add to the conversation. So we're gonna go back to Navia Mihi. Were there teachers, subjects, or events, and our parents that helped to push your decisions to excel in school? Um, I wouldn't really say there were specific teachers or subjects, like, overall. Um, I think I just pushed myself, and um, I think the one person would be my mom. She's definitely been the rock in all of my school career, and, um, and teachers that have just um, pushed me recently have been Miss Oyen, of course, and she's been a great teacher in the past and this year. And I think that Mr. Lutz was a really good English 12 teacher for his first year teaching. And I think if he keeps going on, um, he'll do a great job with all of his students. Great. Well, Charlie Williams, what helped you excel in schools? And what are your plans after graduation on June 4th? So probably the biggest thing that helped me through my high school career is just getting help from teachers. Is that just approaching them and if you're confused or just needing extension on, on something, is just asking them because it's an invaluable resource because you know, they're the center of all your learning and they'll probably know what's going on and they can do a lot to help you Know, get through that kind of stump or that hump that you're trying to get over on a subject. And for what my plans are after high school, I probably, well, first off, I'm going to be enjoying my summer as much as possible, getting a summer job and <laughs> relaxing before college. And then after that, I'm going to be attending a uh, small STEM school out in Rapid City, South Dakota. It's called South Dakota School of Mines and Technology for a bachelor's degree in metallurgical engineering. Can you tell me a little bit more about that degree? Uh, yeah, I, I get that a lot. It's So it's dealing with the engineering processes of the production and refinement of all things metals, so steel, copper, aluminum, all those things. And it, all, it also delves into the more experimental side of that, of composites and alloys, you know, formulating and creating new ones and then testing their properties. It's a really interesting field for me, and it's really STEM-focused, which has been my strong suit in my high school career. So was there a book or something that brought you to that kind of a study? No, not exactly. Uh, I've, it's, a, it's a very rare 
uh, degree. There's only around five universities in the country that offer it. And I figured out about it just browsing schools. I was over in Montana, visiting Montana State, and we found this you know small South Dakota school, and I saw the metallurgical engineering just by happenstance. And it was, I guess, from there I decided I wanted to do it, and then it was. All right. Wow. Um, so I want to be a social worker, and I'm going to go to Portland State in the fall. Um, I kind of um, stumbled upon it because I wanted to work um, in, like, victim advocacy and just with, like, marginalized groups and um, kind of just based around my life experiences, and I think that's going to be a really great career for me. Thank you, Navia. That's exciting. Let's move to Meredith just for real quick. So as a counselor or a social worker, what do you provide for students who demand success of themselves? Um, that's a great question. I think that um, at the high school, we, we provide opportunity, really. Um, and so students can access so many different opportunities at the high school. We have the fortunate um, location of Class of Community College just up the hill. And so that's been a great resource for kids who want to access that high level of academics. Um, but at the school, um, for our school size, we provide a lot of different elective options to help students kind of explore what they are passionate about um, and think about their future. But we also just try to provide a space where students can be creative and explore kind of what interests them. And um, so again, it's just all about the opportunity and, and what students want to make of their high school career and, and just provide that space for them to, to flourish in the way that they want to. Do you do group counseling or is it one-on-one -on -one primarily? Um, we do a little bit of both. Um, we have a lot of different resources in the counseling office. Um, but we, we really, I think, and somebody who's worked as a community member um, going into the schools, I've worked in every school and school district in Clatsop and Pacific County in one way or another um, as, a, you know, bringing in different programs. Um, what's impressed me about Astoria High School and Astoria School District is they really bring in community resources and they try to make sure that students are a part of their community and really have whole access to members of the community who want to do interesting things with the students and also just really trying to be a vital part of the community and I think that's shown in in what the students do and the senior projects and um, so it's it's why I like working here. Very good, thank you. So let's move on to Rocky Rube. So how did almost two years of distance learning work for you? Were there upsides? Um, there definitely were upsides. Um, I think the biggest one for me uh, was kind of a more flexible schedule um, where our first advisory class and like our first class of the day was at nine in the morning instead of eight. Um, so it definitely gave me more time in the morning to kind of develop um, kind of like a waking up schedule and um, kind of having like a routine as well with that. I think it really prepared me um, for kind of um, 
moving on into higher education and even just um, like working and having kind of like space in my morning to get stuff done and kind of do things for myself um, in that way. Uh, So that was definitely an upside. And I think the other one was probably um, getting to kind of choose how much time I wanted to spend with each subject. I think it kind of helped me find um, like more of what I wanted to do um, and like what my interests are in. Um, And I think it was definitely kind of, for me, it felt like it was a needed time in my life to kind of figure out um, what I wanted to do. And So the virtual day was not the same as a typical classroom in-person day. It wasn't eight to three or something. No, no. It was, uh, I think it depend, it depended on, I think, a lot of people's schedules. Um, so they, like a lot of them were pretty different. But with my classes, it was, I had like one 50-minute class that was more of like almost a lecture online. And then um, at least a 50-minute or an hour break in between each class. Um, that's kind of how it worked for me. And it was also nice because it was like, some days uh, we only had a certain amount of classes, the next day we didn't have, or we had the other amount of classes, and it just kind of went back and forth with that. And then uh, Fridays it was nice because we didn't have any of our lecture classes, we just had advisory in the morning. Um, so it kind of gave that extra space to either get work done, or um, I know I was working the whole time, so um, when I had time, I was working during that time, which was kind of nice getting it, uh, being able to do that too. So did your parents say you will study six hours a day or you, like a six regular classroom, or did they give you the independence to set your schedule, and did you learn as much? Um, I think it was a little bit of both. I think there was an expectancy um, that while I was in my room during the class day, uh, doing working at my desk or like at my desk, uh, uh, participating in classes and doing work, it was pretty expected that the work was getting done. Um, and I think uh, that, that kind of played into learning independence uh, with that. And I think has done kind of a good job of setting me up for what college is gonna be like um, and kind of being the person to hold myself accountable for the work that got done. That's a big thing. Emily, how did you work with those virtual classes? Do you think you missed out? So I definitely agree with Rocky um, with how he said his um, schedule was more flexible. I experienced that as well. Um, Having that extra time in the morning to kind of sleep more but also you know get ready for the day it really set the day and I felt made um, the academic day better overall more successful Um, I just I love how I'm able to get ready for the day and spend more time um, doing things that are more personal to me it was kind of hard having that distance from the classroom I feel like I didn't absorb as much information as I would have in like a um, hands-on classroom and kind of being um, not being in a classroom where you're surrounded with people who you bounce ideas off of it definitely hindered um, learning however the schedule and being able to learn more about how I go throughout the day and how just learning to be more independent was more valuable to me than getting that extra um, in-depth to the classes, I think. 
That's interesting. So did, did you have teachers in the virtual world that gave you specific research assignments that you wouldn't have gotten if you were in an in-person class? Yeah, there was a lot of uh, use of like third-party um, websites and, and um, learning platforms. Um, having that difference between the teacher actually um, explaining things to you and having um, a source that's not kind of in tune with your lesson for that day, it's, it's, a, little, it's a little difficult. Um, I feel like they didn't really match up very well. There were other sources that supposedly were there to help you. You just had to figure out if they were yeah. or not. Then huh? <laughs> we'll go on to Grace. Can you tell us a few of your favorite classes you have had over your education? And then during these COVID times, were you able to delve into the excitement of learning and thinking about possibilities? Um, so one of my favorite classes is definitely math. Um, I've taken a lot of math classes here um, that um, traded to my college credits that I had to have. Um, and then I also lo love business and art, um, which is why for um, which is why I want to be an architect when I'm done with with high school. I hated online classes so much and yet I'm doing it now. Now that's interesting. You're doing it by choice now? Yes. But when you were told to do it, it didn't work. Well, it was mainly the platform that we were using which was as an, which was Edgenuity. ACOA is Astoria Online Choice Academy, and so some students are able to access their coursework on that platform. And so that was intentional in, in this transition transition into in-person learning. We wanted to make sure that all student needs were met. And so a lot of students are able to access that platform that um, maybe weren't able to do in-person learning or needed more flexibility in their schedule. Mm -hmm. So are all of you taking both online and in person? Just I'm Grace. doing mainly um, online right, right now. I'm very stressed when I'm at, at the school and I have a medical condition that makes me to um, have seizures. So it's bad if I'm at the school for a long period of time. And the school is adapted mm -hmm. to you to make yeah. your learning the best possible. Yes. I like this. Grace, I wanted you to tell our listeners what your education has meant for you. What do you want our listeners to know about your education in the Astoria schools? So my education in the Astoria schools has been um, quite wonderful in my opinion because, um, because they've um, really adapted to me and they, and they, fo and they focus on each student um, as best as they can. Um, and that's what, what really what I love is that they make each student to be important and they prioritize each student. Thank you. Emily Carpenter, you authored an article in the Astro Post. How do you think these additional interests helped you in your education? And can you tell us what extra activities you've done in addition to excelling in your classes? Yeah, so last semester I took journalism, which I think was very interesting. Um, I had a few articles, but the main one was um, a true crime article, and I, it was very interesting because I'm personally very interested in true crime and um, criminal justice, and kind of having that blend of um, personal interest and academic effort was um, really successful for me. And I think in the future, I would love to do something with journalism as maybe um, a minor or um, a side career, um, as well as other things outside of class. I'm very interested in writing, as you can guess, and then um, I've always really been interested in music, 
So those two um, kind of play in with my academics, but I'm also able to kind of balance those two out. Very good. Thank you. Rocky Rube, have you taken any art or music classes, and were they helpful? The thing with like art and music classes is I think that also plays into um, a lot of our English classes. Um, I think uh, for me last year especially, um, my AP literature class, I feel like I learned a lot about art um, just from this required English class. Um, and I think that was a big thing for me. I, I learned about uh, like poetry and writing and creative writing and um, that was a huge um, piece of my development as a person and kind of discovering these different kind of worlds of writing um, and kind of falling in love with that. So I think it definitely, yeah, has been helpful taking these art classes and I think uh, as well as those other two, the pottery and um, orchestra, I think it's just all these different aspects of creating and I think that when you create that's when you're kind of showing what you've learned um, and so it definitely has been helpful for sure. Pretty exciting. Are you chasing a dream? Um, yeah, uh, I guess I'm uh, heading to the East Coast in the fall um, so I'm going to Columbia University and then I think after that I mean dreams change so fast so I don't want to I don't feel like I can commit to anything um, but I think at the moment the dream is um, graduating from there and going on to either um, more education kind of in uh, uh, journalism is kind of where I'm thinking and creative writing those are definitely the two um, uh, subjects of that pique my interest the most so right now that's kind of the dream and then um, hopefully moving into more freelance and creative writing as time goes on. Thank you. Charlie Williams, what do you want your fellow students to know about education in the Astoria schools? I would have to say probably just strive for the best that you can get. I know it may be a little tedious or you just don't want to do it, but if you just set your goals for a certain point and then just strive for as far as you can get towards those goals, also you just really want to make sure that you're getting as much out of school as possible and just so you can be as prepared as possible for life past high school. All right. And Meredith Payton, can you tell our listeners about our Astoria schools and what we need to know about them? We all really take responsibility as a community, as a school district, as parents, as supporters of individuals to send these kiddos out into the world who are thoughtful and, um, you know, just academically engaged and feeling really excited about their future and just, you know, it's, it's a team effort for sure. Um, and I think uh, coming out of COVID has been challenging in a lot of different ways, but um, I, I just think it's been really intentional to try to meet students where they're at and support them and, and kind of work in this together and figure out what the new normal is for everybody. Thank you. So I'm going to say thank you all for sharing your education and experiences. Our Astoria High School 2022 valedictorians, Grace Harden, Emily Carpenter, and Rocky Rube, and the AHS 2022 salut salutatorians, Navea Mihi and Charlie Williams. Special thanks to Counselor Meredith Payton and Principal Lynn Jackson 
you care and want to help the students obtain their goals. Graduation is June 4th. As they walk that walk, we all can support their success through their K-12 learning years. Today, a public education and graduation is the expected achievement for our youth. We value an education for all, and we can be proud of this year's graduates. It wasn't always that way. Just 126 years ago, Astoria 1C had its fourth graduation class on June 12, 1896. Graduating seniors, 20 I think, could take four years of Latin, four years of science, or two years of business. Most teens did not graduate, but had to work. This is Sarah Meyer and Margaret Fremuth with the support of KMUN Radio wishing us all a great day.